Welcome to Wham Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast. I'm Wham James, whether I like it or not, and happy American Thanksgiving. As you sit around eating food with people that you know, maybe, I want you to crank this one up and listen to the possibly quite wholesome or maybe very frustrated or possibly tentatively optimistic episode, last episode of the month, where Kyle and Rihanna talk about how things are going as November comes to a close. I'm very excited because December's coming up, which means that I get to sit down with these five authors again to see how it all went and sort of their final thoughts on it. So I will talk to you in a longer form very soon. But for now, here's Kyle and Rihanna. Wet Hot American Moon Juice. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are. I'm Kyle. I'm Rihanna. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a lot. How nice to meet you here in uh, the last week of November. The last week of November. And what day is today? Today is the 24th. Fourth. The 24th day of NaNoWriMo. This is coming out later this week. It's not looking good for me. <laughs> oh, it's looking real bad for the pair of us, I think. I think so. So this is just, <laughs> hey, if you're doing real good with NaNo, just download this one. But then mm-hmm. you can just delete it. <laughs> this one isn't for you. <laughs> Yeah. This one's for this one's for those of us who are are struggling to hit 25,000, 30,000. I feel that. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to go first? Talk about your journey? As, absolutely, I do. There's nothing more I want <laughs> in the world. I guess let me just start by letting you know what Scrivener how many words Scrivener says I need to do to achieve my goal and that is 4,000 words a day. <laughs> So we're doing real good. If you if you want to know, I think that's probably less than I would have to do to catch up. It's so exhausting to stay on top of it. Yeah. And it just gets worse and worse every day. It sure has been a year of nano that's happened. It sure has. The calendar hasn't lied this time. (laughs) It has been a nano in this year. I still hold by. I talked about this with Aaron last time, and I hold by that nano is in the wrong month. Yeah. And I think we should have a petition that it should not be this month. And I don't know if they were thinking, oh, it's because there will be Thanksgiving. So people have like time off work. But like that's there's less time off because of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Let's make that our first discussion, because clearly we can't solve the problem of our novels. But we we can solve is what month should Nano be in (laughs) next year? See, my my first thought would be like. February because nothing happens in February, but then you only have 28 days. So you're instantly at a disadvantage. So we have to nix that. But I I really feel like sometime in the like real early spring, like maybe if we aim for that area, maybe March, there's not any holidays in March, really. So, you know, you're not traveling. You're really only competing with spring break in March. And that's about it. Occasionally Easter, maybe. But (laughs) that's just candy. No one travels for Easter, do they? <laughs> you know what? I, I think we just go up to the beginning. January, start your year off by writing a novel. <laughs> I mean, that could also work. People are feeling high off of like the resolution, you know? Also, you know, feeling regular high off of uh, New Year's Eve. So. Exactly. <laughs> just the standard high. So that's a way to start your novel. Because we're all smoking ju- drugs. <laughs> we're all smoking the drugs. We're dancing <laughs> with the devil's lettuce on New Year's Eve. <laughs> That electric devil's lettuce. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so my nano would be doing better if it was in January, um, <laughs> and I'm sticking with that. Right now, I am just struggling. It's it, Honestly, for me, my biggest issue right now 
is, and I, I think this is probably my, I've, I've balanced between saying, I just don't think I write, I'm, I'm a nano writer. Like I just, I want to say that, but then I also think that's probably a cop out because <laughs> I'm like, that's why I'm not succeeding is because it doesn't work for me because like I'm getting frustrated and demoralized yeah. thinking about all the stuff that I'm missing because I'm just trying to write as many words as possible. Yeah. All the stuff I've planned out for the story that I know I'm, I'm going to have to go back and add in later, but I'm also just like, Oh, I missed this and I missed this. Oh, because I, I'm just trying to write. I mean, I think that's fair because, you know, it's not an easy task. It can be very demoralizing. I've been very demoralized this year, I would say. I, I've had a really hard time. Yeah. Because I realized, like, probably a week or so ago, there was just no way I was going to hit 50,000 words. And that just, like, shot all of my motivation. Yeah. And everyone everyone in our group chat for, for this podcast were trying to be really helpful. They're like, well, rearrange your goal or maybe try to get 50,000 by the middle of December. And like they were giving a lot of really helpful and good suggestions. But in my brain, it was all like, you're just changing the goalpost. You failed. Like this, that's how it is. You failed. You're your failure. It's still going to be a silver medal. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, not the, the healthiest way of accepting defeat. I will admit that we're working on it. But yeah, like after that, it's been real hard to open up that document and <laughs> keep on writing because you know, there's the voice in my head that's like, you've already failed. You've already like lost. So yeah, go take a nap and play Pokemon. <laughs> Which I, hey, I think we should have a national Pokemon month <laughs> where you have to go and catch 50,000 Pokemon. Is that possible? I have no idea. No, I totally, I, I very much uh, empathize with that because it's this idea. I'm, I'm purposefully trying to avoid telling myself that I don't think I can make it. I think it's going to be really hard right now for me to make 50,000. I also just found out that I'm going to babysit my nephews on Black Friday because I'm off of work. And so that's the second to last day of the month. And right now it's just been shot because I have three adorable monsters that I'm now babysitting <laughs> and are not conducive. I'm not like Aaron. I have not had years of training of what I assume amounts to ignoring children to try and get a bit of peace <laughs> More Aaron probably doesn't actually ignore her children, but still, I don't have that expertise. I like uh, that day is going to be toast. And so am I going to have to write 20,000 words on November 30th? Maybe. And that's the day I'll admit defeat. <laughs> but I, I feel for that because it really is very uh, demotivating. Yeah, it's hard, especially when it's it feels like a competition. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not competitive, but that's not true. I'm I'm decently competitive, but in specific things. And so, like, I wanted to finish Nano not to, like, beat everybody else that's on this podcast, but just because I, I wanted to, to do it and I wanted to accomplish it. And so not being able to do that is a huge bummer, even though I have, like, a series of decent excuses, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a it's been a wild, rough and ready month but uh well and it's funny too because like all the excuses are purely for yourself like nobody else is asking for an excuse like if you tell anybody oh yeah i tried to write a novel this month and i only wrote twenty five thousand words any sane person in the world is gonna be like holy shit you wrote twenty five thousand <laughs> words that's ridiculous that's so many words that's only halfway that's only halfway there <laughs> and and then they'd be like that's ridiculous you should be proud of yourself and, yeah and it's hard it's hard to like put that in perspective because I'm sitting now around like 20,000 words. I've 
I didn't write for like a week afterwards, just like drenched in my own ennui. Yeah. So it's it's hard to look at it in perspective like, whoa, you wrote 20,000 words that didn't exist together before when it's like, but I am so far away from what I where I quote unquote should be. I, I know Aaron and Morgan have been like working their ass off and mm-hmm. getting words in and it's going to be very <laughs> interesting. In and- <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's just going to be like, they're going to be like this hype episode for those people that are like, I just need to get through it. And then two days before the end of Nano, we're going to come in and be like, everything's on fire. (laughs) Maybe we should rearrange the episode release dates because I feel like this is not a very good uh, end of November. I know it's okay because we got we got a couple pair coming up next week to uh, I guess like just wind down everything before we all come back together. But but the reason I was thinking about that is because it is it's very individualized like this whole month and it's so different. And I at the end of the month, I'm going to have to be proud of what I was able to do because there's absolutely no way I would have been able to write 10,000 words if I didn't have this group of people in both the Facebook group that we have with a bunch of other people. And then also this podcast, like I think that's going to be the struggle because I'm really happy that I've been writing every day. Even if one of those days was literally 55 words to make sure I didn't (laughs) lose my streak. But like I still wrote every day because of those people. And it's going to be difficult on December 1st, whenever nobody expects you to write and I'll be like, (laughs) Oh shit. Now I have to do this on my own. Yeah. I don't know what post nano looks like. This is, uh, uh, you've done Nano before? Yeah. What did post Nano look like for you? I didn't write for like a month, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Because I did hit the the 50,000 words and like, I just didn't want to look at anything. like. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, yeah, I just kind of put it away and then I reopened the manuscript and I was like, ha, this is the worst thing ever. And then I didn't want to look at it anymore. Yeah. I started getting like weirdly... Uh, we're just going to drop the grenade and take me down with it kind of thing where I was like, maybe I'll just start a completely new story. Who knows? Like, maybe I just have to get 50,000 words. Maybe I'll just start writing random things. And see. <laughs> I Yeah, I've debated hitting my goal. I had a bunch of background stuff that I've written that is thousands of words. And I'm like, I could throw that in there. I There's a way I can just squeeze that in there and uh, make it so that it seems more manageable because right now it feels very much like a mental game of like, yeah. there's no way I can write 4,000 words every day. Uh, I can't write 4,000 words on Thanksgiving. So then I have to <laughs> add those words into the other days. And it's like, this is going to be very difficult to do, but I'm like, I've already got these other words. Why don't I just <laughs> use them? I, I also have words that I've written before like, cause I had started this story before and I actually, this past week I hit over 50,000 total words for the story. And so I'm like, does that count? Oh, that's great. I don't think it doesn't count. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably still going to say it. It probably doesn't count for myself <laughs> in my heart of hearts. Yeah. Now, do I need to maybe use it anyway so I can get that certificate? No, I'm probably not. Um, it's honestly been a debate in my mind for the past 12 hours <laughs> of like, do I just get the certificate because I have written 50,000 words? But I'm like, everybody's written 50,000 words across <laughs> time. Like, that's not difficult. <laughs> the hard part is doing it in 30 days. Yeah. Like, are, have you, con- I know you said you ha- didn't write for like a week after that kind of uh, momentous realization of just like, oh, this year was not set up. I was not set up for success. But have you kept writing on a story since then, like kind of sporadically or I've gone in there and like spat up some stuff and then 
it's like it's weird because it's like my energy to or my capacity to write is so much lower than it was when I started. Yeah. Which I feel like it's something everyone goes through, but also everyone usually has 30,000 some words by now. So, But also maybe our, our genres make it more difficult to that because I'm doing like urban fantasy. You're doing you're doing a high, high fantasy type thing, right? World building. Yes. I don't remember if I said this on the podcast or just in the chat, but I feel really weird when people call it high fantasy because that makes <laughs> it sound important. And it's not. This is like pretty corny fantasy. <laughs> oh, well. You should definitely start calling it that because I think horn fantasy. fantasy. I did grow up in Illinois, so I'm familiar <laughs> with that. Do you think that makes it more difficult? Because these or these genres are typically more than 50,000 words. Yeah. And so the idea that you can't like just complete it, it's not like a standard literature or a plot. Yeah. Like that. You have to like build a whole thing. Yeah. I think that that it does affect it because like the beginning is like, really hard to balance because you have to introduce an entire world concept yeah but not like bore everyone to death with exposition yeah and so i feel like the beginning of a lot of fantasy books can feel kind of like a slog and writing it can also feel like a slog right because you're like i want to get into sword fights and battles and adventure but first i gotta tell you what the town looks like (laughs) yeah you make them realize that like oh as you're writing you're like oh crap they don't know about this yet i have to explain what this is now (laughs) yeah it's hard because i I feel like it's it's hard to feel the freedom to get right into the story because there's a lot of legwork you got to put in first yeah that's cool or maybe that's an excuse i don't know hey everything's an excuse but also (laughs) Everything is, it's just us. It's just us. There's nobody else. (laughs) Nobody else is asking for it. It's just excuses we give ourselves. (laughs) Um, I do want to know a bit, like, since we are, Tracy is doing like a magical realism thing, but like, do you, as far as like the genre of fantasy, what what kind of world building stuff got you really excited about what you were making? Because that was something that I think Patrick Rothfuss said in an interview that really stuck with me of like, J.R.R. Tolkien never explains magic because he doesn't give a crap about magic. So <laughs> that's not explained, but he loves languages and that's why he made all those languages. <laughs> so it's like that kind of stuff. And I know what I get really excited about in my world that I'm making. So like, what is it in yours that you were excited to make? When you realize you're making your own world and you're not beholden to the rules of this world yeah that's been where i found the most fun in my novel is just tweaking things a little bit and being like okay how does this change a story like i have a princess character and everyone's like default story is oh she can't succeed the throne because she's a woman and that's like a, a patriarchal thing so i was like so what if that doesn't then i have to come up with another reason why she can't ascend to the throne right now and is having an issue right and that like completely changed the story because then it brings in other characters and other reasons. And so that's what I enjoy most about writing fantasy is that I'm not bound to the rules of our world and our history. So it's like, yeah, everyone's gay in this town. And no one cares. <laughs> like, that's so awesome. <laughs> and like, you know, and playing around with matriarchal societies and, you know, yeah. like just seeing how how you can tweak things and make them different and how it releases you from a standard expectation. That's so cool. Yeah. Cause it, it becomes like a fun thought experiment of like, well, what if, what if that wasn't the case? I literally, I've been binge watching the crown cause that's one of my favorite shows on Netflix and literally everything <laughs> you just said, I'm like, that's like a majority, a major theme of that entire show. 
because of our of our world and that's like so fascinating like oh but what if and yeah and you don't even like realize that you have them these expectations and like one of the things i said when i first started writing is like i i need these different countries but i don't want it to be like this is fantasy france and this is fantasy germany like yeah you just take away the restrictions that people assume are there because of history and it's like oh i can do whatever i want like the guard, the, the knights are half women and it's fine. No one cares. Like <laughs> My goal in everything I write is to basically inject as many women as possible into it. So that's so badass. That's been what I've enjoyed about it. I, I love that. Like I, maybe and that's a more fantasy thing and maybe it's other genres connect with it. But that allowed me to spend so much more time developing my story and the world because I kept asking those questions, even though mine is still set in like the U S but mm-hmm. I set it a decade and a half in the future so that I could play around with this idea of like, well, what's happened? How has technology advanced? Cause that's something I care about. And so it's like, Oh, I just these thought experiments of, of that kind of stuff. So yeah, that I find that part of it fascinating because I don't know. It's like Tumblr posts. You ever like get caught up in like memes or reading Tumblr posts and it's just like somebody's thought experiment and you're like, oh, that's so fascinating. You just get like caught up in whatever their imagination is. That's the part of writing a book that I've really enjoyed of just like getting to <laughs> thought experiment stuff. Yeah. But I, maybe people don't do that with romances. I don't know. <laughs> and you'd be like, hey, what if his penis was on his forehead? It'd be like that. They don't have that. They don't have those thoughts, I guess. Romance is pretty inherently tied to the rules of the real world, even like if it's a supernatural story, like there's a lot. Yeah, apparently I didn't know until Aaron was talking about it that in all romance novels, they have to break up at some point. Like (laughs) I didn't realize that was a part of it, but I guess it makes sense. Yeah. All these all these little rules. But we have a voicemail from a listener that our producer editors (laughs) will play now. <laughs> Hello, Wham Juice. It's Amity calling. I've wanted to call for three days, but I set myself a goal to be able to do so, and now I am looking at Scrimpire telling me I've written 25,000 words, and here it is, only November 20th. Am I panicking? No. Should I be? Probably. But with my trusty updating word count, I'll know, I know that I will at least know how far I'm falling behind each of the next 10 days. I want to let you guys know that I am deeply in love with this show. I may need some sort of withdrawal medication at the end of the month, but Nano isn't about thinking about the end. It's about thinking right now. So I'm thinking right now about the good stuff in my podcast feed and the words pouring out of my fingertips or dripping, dripping out of my fingertips. Uh, I bought the book that Aaron recommended, Romance in the Beat, and I bit the bullet and got Scrivener and couldn't be happy about that. Like Kyle, I'm exhausted with myself, but I'm also happy with finding a place in my life for writing that hopefully will stick with me past the 30th of this month. Tonight, I want to write more, but I will be recording two different podcasts that I'm going to then be responsible for editing and uploading, etc., etc. So I feel close to all of you in both my writing and my podcast production. Uh, I wish you all a fruitful final 10 days. I thank you for the show and all of you lovely people making this my very first NaNoWriMo. Not quite so daunting and definitely not so, I don't feel so alone. Bye. Well, it's it's nice to hear that it's going well for someone after 
after we spent the last uh, 20 minutes just being like, wow, this month, huh? Uh, so congratulations. I do want her to like tweet at us and give us an update because yeah. there is, uh, I mean, I think she sent that in on like the 20th. The, yeah, the 20th. And so at this point, it's the 28th. Happy Thanksgiving. We didn't say that in the beginning, I guess. But if you celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy American Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Um, Canadians, you got this done about a month ago because you're smart. Yeah. But yeah, tweet us, see what you, I want to know what word count is, Amity, because... Congratulations, because you're definitely ahead of Kyle and me whenever you wrote that. I, I wish I had 25,000 words oh. now, let alone on the 20th. Me too. Uh, but yeah, writing is really hard. That's what we've learned this month. So congratulations. Thank you for keeping us updated on how you're doing. I thought that was a really nice phone call to get. It was. In the midst of my own... Uh, troubles <laughs> it, it, it does yeah it honestly and maybe this is uh why it's not so much a competition is that like i genuinely like hearing how people are having success and while i am failing <laughs> it's just like it's just like imagine us just like running at the end the last in the race but it's just like how's it going up there is it good <laughs> Are y'all having good time? You and, you and I are like in the background and like <laughs> people are already crossing the finish line and we're like, yeah, that's great. Awesome. I, that's, I'm going to sit that, down. I bet that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit down on the side of the road <laughs> and drink so, this Gatorade. I'm going to need an IV, please. <laughs> That would be grand. Um, yeah. yeah. And if, if anybody else has some updates on the end of Nano or navigating uh, Thanksgiving, how that went, um, yeah. if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving or Friday or travels, tell us because we want to play your voicemails and we want to hear how the end of Nano is going. Yeah. I wish I had the number for the voicemail. <laughs> That's something I wish I had in front of me. Oh, crap. I think James has a an outro that he has where he says it. So James will say it at the end. Yeah. Um, or you can also email us. He also says that. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Twitter. Wham Juice Pod? I want to say it's Wham Juice Pod. That sounds right. But it, why are we so good at socials, though? That's the that's the question I have. And we're broken. We're broken right now. And I'm toast. But technically, I haven't written anything today. And I, I'm in need to write something because I'm determined to write something every day this month. That's gonna be my medal. I will have said I wrote something every day this month, even though literally one of those days was 55 words. Nothing wrong with that. I'll count them. I will count them. <laughs> well, Rana, you have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you, you too. I, I guess we'll see each other never. Never, this is the end. That's you and Aaron's signature sign off. It is. Our signature sign off is friendship over. <laughs> friendship over we love you thank you for listening good luck with the end of the month <laughs> yeah good luck it's all it's almost over let's go take a nap let's take a nap please if you'd like to call in to wet hot american moon juice and talk about how nanorimo is going for you ask some questions ask for advice tell us how awesome we are tell us how pretty we are you can do that at 901-800-WHAM or 901-800-9426. You can tweet at us at whamjuicepod or write us an email at wethotamericanmoonjuice at gmail.com. Wham Juice is a proud member of the Scavengers Network. All of the authors on this show are part of other projects on the Scavengers Network with the exception of Kyle, but he's new here and uh, we haven't finished the hazing process yet. 
If you want to go find out about all the other shows on the network, go to scavengersnetwork.com and just take it all in. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.